Hello and welcome back to the Road to Rank 1 podcast. I'm your co-host Jack and as always I'm joined by Burjo. Round 13 is here mate, coming into this major buy round, how was round 12 for you? Um, yeah, not, not good again, it's three consecutive weeks of red arrows. I went from about 6k all the way down to 15k over the last two weeks. Pretty tough to take, last week was really just to find about fullbacks when people had Turbo, Teddy and Buller will go 100 plus. Meanwhile I had... Latrell and Guffo score, what, 45 and 25, respectfully. Like, that's pretty tough. So that really was the difference between me and Pascal at 1184. Really, really, you know, tough to take after I thought I was in a good spot. But coming in around 13, I've got massive numbers this week. I'm set up really well. I'm even able to save a couple of trades this week. So I'm, I'm pretty happy with where I sit, to be honest. Yeah, for myself, um, held rank this week, staying at 7k with 127 odd, 1270. So I had Turbo holding him through, which was really big for me. Um, no Buller. But yeah, pretty good week. I'm happy to hold rank. And like you said, I'm happy with my numbers for this week and happy where I'm sitting. So we'll see how we go moving forward. Today's episode, we'll be talking all things around 13. We're assessing the best options for the week. Go through some origin holds or sells as well as our trades and skippers for the round. So starting off with the Dolphins and Dragons game. There's a few options in this Dolphins team. First of all, one guy that we already have, Jeremy Marshall King. For anyone that doesn't own him, where are you sitting with JMK? I think he's the pick of the bunch of these hookers that have come through. A lot of love for Robson and Cook, but I still think I'd rather JMK. Um, I think I'd back him considering the Dolphins play seven games over the next eight weeks when most teams play six or five. Um, Cook might even make his way back into Origin, so I think I prefer JMK. I think he's expensive, obviously, but he's one I'd want this week for sure. Well, he's at that price because of the performance I think averaging just a touch under 70 really impressive um, with the origin risk still there for Cook and the form that Marshall King's been in I'd be tempted to pay up the extra 100k there Hooker if you can another guy very popular this week Jermaine Asako um, I will be bringing Asako in this week and obviously he's been scoring very well throughout the year Um Goal kicking on the wing. Um, there's a lot of attack that goes on that right side for the Dolphins through um, Isaiah Katoa. I'm keen. The next three weeks, they play the Dragons, Warriors, and Manly. And those three teams are both in the top four of tries conceded to right wingers. Obviously, as you said, the Dolphins have a very favourable um, origin draw, only having the buy in round 16. So, Osako is going to play one more game over that period than most players. And I think. With some favourable matchups in the next four, he's a guy that I really don't see myself wanting to be without. So, Jermaine Asako, big tick for me. I guess only negatives. He's without the hammer this week. If that affects their attacking flair, it's over Cody Nicarima at fullback. But I'm really keen on Asako. Yeah. I like him as an option too. I don't think I'm as solidified. Or not. I don't think he has that massive... Sort of 140 in him, I don't... Yeah, that's a great... I, I can't argue with that. But he's going to be consistent. He hasn't... He seems to be like 60, looks to be. Goal kicking outside backs provide a really yeah. nice floor. Yeah, he's, he's a definitely a really good option. I just... I don't know. Maybe I expect the Dolphins to fall off eventually. And I also already have uh, JMK and Connolly Lamelu. Yep. So it's like, I'm not... Sure, if I want to low down on a team that I sort of expect to eventually drop off a little bit, um, they're still a good side. It's just no hammer worries me as well. I'm not sure it's as much of an obvious slam dunk as it might be. Um, he'll be a handy number in round 14 too. The next three matchups look really good. And then obviously Paro after that's a good matchup. Doesn't really, the draw never really gets bad. I like it. I, I definitely like it. I think the one thing to watch out, though, the one negative here would be you don't want to load up on too many guys that have the buy in 16 in the Dolphins and Warriors because, as we said, they only have that one buy in round 16 between now and round 20. So as handy as that is, if you load up on these guys and 
you've sort of got five guns in your team come round 16 that are out of them by that week. Could be a tough spot to end up in. Yeah. Elsewhere for the Dolphins, um, Valens Tafare named on the bench. So for anyone that went early on him, you really wouldn't be counting on him as a number. No. Um, if he comes off the bench and plays limited minutes, it's going to stunt the cash in from that first good score. Um, not ideal. Cody Nicarima at fullback scored very well last week in the halves, but you couldn't pay up this much for Nicarima. Oh, I think there's a world where you could. I won't. But um, he's pretty cheap. Well, he's still pretty cheap with a very negative BE. Um, I don't like him at fullback as much as I did in the six. I think I think he will do what he was coming into his own at five eight. Um, I'm not sure I would buy him, but if you're looking to maybe move on Sonny Luke and you can't afford to go to Cook JMK or even Robson, I think I I might even prefer. Nick Arima over Cook or Robson. Like, I, I, I think he's going to be okay, but obviously not a keeper. Would have liked to get on cheaper. Would have liked to get on cheaper. But he's still not that expensive and has a negative BE. Just on him, though, I saw someone mention to me his last three scores have been really good. But you look past that, and his three before that were 38, 29, and 17. All in pretty high minutes, so I, I don't think I'd bank on him being a being being a really good option for you. Yeah, he's a guy that you have to probably trade out in a month's time. Probably yeah. not for me. But he can make a bit of cash and play this week. Maybe score well against the Dragons without Hunt. Yeah, yeah. I can understand the thought process behind it, but not for me. Elsewhere for the Dolphins, Connolly Lamelu not paying up that price for him. Not really consideration. No. Um, yeah, I would not be. It was if you wanted to jump on him, it would have been at the very start when he first got the role when Kafusi got hurt, got the suspended, or with five hundred k with that neg B with that massive negative B, you can't buy him now. Um, so moving on to the Dragons, Zach Lomax back on his preferred right side. Um, ben Hunt helps him a lot there. He's not with a moan anymore. Mm. Any world where you take a punt on Lomax, because I don't hate it. Yeah, uh, I sort of looked at it because I thought it might be a nice pod to pick up. But if you look a bit deeper, I think the draw gets really bad after this week. So he plays the Dolphins this week, obviously. Panthers, Souths, Warriors, Sharks, Raiders. None of those are really that great. Um, Lomax has been known, supercoach-wise, to present a pretty good floor. Yeah. But I don't think you're taking on a punt on a guy sitting around 550k. Who's could also get dropped at any time? Like we've seen that already happen this year. I probably doesn't I happen. Again. Probably doesn't happen again. But like that, he's prone to bad performances and making bad errors. But yeah, he he does he does offer a good four. I don't like it this week without Hunt there though. Yeah, that that is very true. As I was <laughs> saying, the Hunt's on that right edge helping him. He's not there this week, so it's not it's not an awful option, but probably not one to go to. Jack Bird didn't play last week with knee soreness. Um, very worrying health-wise for him. At a pretty hefty price as well now. Mm. How do you feel about Jack Bird? Because I've been very keen on him for a while. Is he playing lock or edge this week? Um, I believe he's on the edge. Jack DeBellon is playing at lock. Yeah, right. So he will be getting 80 on an edge, but I worry, first of all, knee soreness. He's had ACL history. I worry about his fitness. Um, I don't think I'd go there this week. I wouldn't either. It's a nice price, five ninety nine. Um, I could see what we do. It's just a lot of better options. I feel this week in both centre wing and two RF to the point where I don't really need to look at Bird because the apps upside's incredibly capped in the, in, in the Dragon side. That's struggling, obviously they played well last week. His base is always going to be good. Um, he's obviously not going to be goal kicking anymore like he was for a couple of weeks. Uh, yeah, I don't think he's. He could be a nice little pod to pick up, but he's far from like a guy that's going to climb up the rankings. Yeah, for sure. Provide a good floor, but there's not enough upside in third for me. Yeah. Last real option for the Dragons is Jack DeBellin playing lock. Um, as good as he's been, if you were looking at a front rower right now, I'm taking Torhu or Horsbro over him, so. Yeah, straight up, straight up no there. Definitely, definitely toe. He's also he's almost seven hundred k. You can you can do better. You can definitely do better for cheaper. Yeah. 
Moving on to the Eels-Cowboys game. First of all, Clint Gutherson. Big break even this week. Um, apparently rib issues. He yeah. doesn't look near 100%. And well, I think he's there's... been managing it all year. Um, he would have been a nice option to look at this week, I guess. But there's no world where you could buy him at this price, no. No, you couldn't buy him, but I'm happy I've still got him. I think this week against the Cowboys, he could go massive. He's got he scored a one. I think he scored like one sixty against them before. Yeah, I just worry about. Um, he looks battered. Yeah, I guess so. I I didn't seem to notice much. He hit his numbers were down. He's never an explosive player. Yeah, but I don't know. It may maybe, it, maybe it, it's something. It, it could affect his ceiling, but who knows. Moving on, um, Dill Brown. Any chance you pay up? What's he above eight hundred k? Any chance you look at him above eight hundred k? Cody Walker sitting just under eight hundred k. So you're paying hefty price for either of those two at five eight. Well, I wouldn't want to be going into this round without either of them. Yeah, you need one. Having both is amazing, but yeah, I definitely, definitely want one at least. I can't afford him at eight twenty k, especially when round fourteen. Next week, when these Paraguays are on by, and I've already got Moses and uh, Guffo, I, I can't do it. But I'm he's when I look and I've planned out this week very, very thoroughly, and I'm, I'm happy with what my side looks like. The only guy who I'm really worried about is Dylan Brown, who could who could kill me. He could come out and do 140, and then that's uh, danger. I feel this could be big for Brown. Yeah, just just as it could be really big for the next guy, Mitch Moses. Yeah. Um, I really like this matchup against this Cows team. Obviously, the Eels pack isn't at one hundred percent. Madison, Campbell, Graham, Bailo out. I think Moses and Brown, either one of them, if you have the ability to pay up, yeah. they'll be very good captain options this week. Yeah, I lean Moses because that ro- so Paris right edge obviously where Moses plays is coming up against Zach Labor and Robert Derby, who will be replacing. You assume um, Val and uh, Tawangi? Yep. Oh, that, that's their left edge. So a lot of traffic could be sent down that way. I think Ben Hampton will be on that edge as well. Yeah, he will be. Ben Hampton, um, Wishiano Leilua, and the two, the two, are they rookies? I assume so. Um, I feel like I've seen Labour before. Derby definitely is. Yeah. But Labour obviously hasn't played much in NRL. So... Yeah, that, that does look good for Moses on the right edge. does yeah. look very good. Um, if you have Moses, I think you've got to have something on him, VCC. Yeah, he'll be my vice captain. Um, next one, Jermaine Hopgood. Yeah. Mm, I'm looking at him. What, what's his price at? It's it's pretty hefty. 670. Um, I'm looking at him. Obviously, the problem for Maddo's been when... I mean, problem for Hopgood is when Maddo yeah. is in the side. It affects his scoring. Maddo gone... Possibly about a month, maybe touch under over. Ballo in Origin, Campbell Gray, um, Gillard with the groin injury. Hopgood scoring is going to be very, very nice over the next month, six weeks. Yeah. Probably the best option at 2RF. I think week. I'm very, very high chance of buying him. I just need to do the math on my numbers for next week. Yeah. Because. <clears throat> At the moment, well, I'll talk about it later, but I'm sort of torn between him and maybe like Osako or, or Campbell Graham. Mm-hmm. But I think Hopgood's the best option in all of them. I've said it all year that I don't want Hopgood when Maddo's there, but when Maddo's not there, I want him pretty much more than any other player on Supercoach. Like, he he's so good. His numbers when Maddo's, Maddo's not there or when he's playing big minutes in the middle are amazing. Um, especially when now he's got Paulo and... Uh, uh, Campbell Gra- uh, Campbell Guard out, so yeah. I'm very tempted to go to him. He's also a bit cheaper than Campbell Graham, who's my other option. So uh, it's definitely very tempting for me. I just need to really work out if I because I will have to make an extra trade next week if I if I buy Hopgood. It's also not so much of a pod. Yeah. But he's going to score really well. He could hurt. Yeah. I, I'm just looking at the team now. Wira McGregor and Offhand Gowie starting in the front row. Obviously, Hopgood at 13. Ogden, Brendan Hands, Luca Moretti, and Makatoro. He'll play Aggie this week. Hopgood will play You'd be yeah. very surprised if he didn't. And against this Cowboys team, I wouldn't 
hold him out from getting some attacking stats. I'm I'm probably going to buy him. Very good option, Hopwood, yeah. this week. Um, I'd be scared not to have him. Moving on to the Cowboys, a couple of guys that are little pot options. First one, Reese Robson at hooker. Um, cheap price, but I just don't think has upside. I'd just rather go Cook or Marshall King over Robson. Yeah, no, not in this Cows team. Um, other ones, Scott Drinkwater, nice pod. But once again, with the weapons he has around him, it's pretty dire. So Scored 95 last week, believe it or not. He's, he's doing well, Drinky. Um, in, in, I got flogged. <laughs> he had incredible. the tricest to felt. There might not have even been a second one. I think there was maybe the... um. Not the, I think Luciano scored off a kick. I don't remember what the other try was, but I'm pretty sure he had a hand in it. He didn't score very well, though, in a loss. Yeah. I, I had a look at that drink at the end of the like, game wow. because obviously about six Tigers turned up and I've seen Drinky score 90-odd in a yeah, blowout. 95, yeah. He had, um, very unlikely. Three assists he had, actually. Oh, wow. Yeah, but it's still incredible. In a, in so a yeah, 66 point. Robson, Drinky, any of these Cowboys guys I don't really like, um, any of these guys that seem like um, emerging cheapies, I couldn't. No, they're all one and done. So, um, so shout out to anyone who that. has Harlem Wiki. That's a that's a tough one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, with Luciano, we I as soon as I saw the Luciano news, I was not keen on it. Um, Kajewski on the bench. Griffin Neem also returns on the bench. Is there an ETA on Tamuolo? Is he on the extended? He's bench? on the extended. He could play this week, and if he plays this week, it's interesting. But he just had a knee clean out, so you, you can't do it. No, you can't. He's, he's also averaging in the forties this year. But, um, geez, Lolo, that cheap. Yeah. Got it. It'll be tempting for some, but not for me. I, I'm, I'm not after he's just had his knee cleaned out. He's not going to play good. He business. hasn't been great for a couple of years either. Moving on to the Warriors Broncos game. First of all, Chance Nickel Clockstar. Probably a favourable matchup against his Broncos team. Warriors yeah. full strength. Could be a good scoring here for Chance. You still own? I do still own. I'm, I'm very excited about it. I've got him in a couple of multis on the weekend. No, I think the Warriors win this and they win it well. Um, it's over in Napier, um, so obviously it's tough for the Broncos without Haas, Carrigan, and Walsh, yep. who have been three pretty much contributing to most of their wins. Um, who's at fullback for them this Tristan week? Saylor. Yeah, right. Okay. Um, He's a good, good player. Yeah. It's just I think the Warriors will just absolutely trance him through the middle because they have this elite pack and... Without Carrigan and Haas there, it's a very tough for the Broncos. To be fair, given Haas, Carrigan out, the pack isn't that bad for Brisbane. Jensen's serviceable. Yeah. Jensen, Palacio obviously has seemed pretty good in our own minutes, even starting before. Kobe Hetherington, the same. Um, and the bench makeup is Pakes, Xavier Willison, Marty Tapao, and Pierre Cora. So it's. It's not that bad. There is some NRL experience and some reasonable talent there, but in saying that across the. Or the Warriors pack is much stronger, obviously. No Flagler as well. There's another one. Flagler's been awesome. Yeah, so given the players out, it's not looking that bad for the Broncos. Like, I think their depth is looking pretty good. However, assume the Warriors to win pretty well here. Yeah, I'm very Nickel excited. star you yeah. like, but there's better options at centre wing. Been Ooh. nice to have him. Yeah, but he's a bit cheaper than most of the most yeah. of the guys. So He does have a good 100, 150 I quite pay. like him. A lot of people sold him last week. I couldn't really? believe it. He was like very high up. Um, he's, he dropped about ten percent of ownership, and I'm like, why would you? He obviously hasn't been scoring great, but he has one of the better better buy schedules of any centre wing. So I'm I'm happy to own him at the moment. Yeah, very good player. He's actually one that scares me a bit in this one, not owning. Um, one that I was interested in, and pending what happened in the Dolphins halves with Isaiah Katoa, I was looking very heavily at Sean Johnson. Mm. Um, under six hundred k. It doesn't feel right. He's not a massive ceiling player. He's not um, the attacking weapon that he once was. However, he does rack up try assists in this team, and he's not a bad option if you wanted to go for a little pod halfback. Yeah. Yeah, um, I like it. I just don't like Don't think the upside's really there. Yeah, I agree. Um, you're probably going to go Moses for a bit more cash instead. Yeah. Um, Metcalf, named in the halves. Very promising, however... Tomorrow, Martin, not far away. Yeah. So there's probably just not enough time in this jersey for Metcalf. Obviously, he's an absolute gun. Um, we've been waiting for him to get a gig for a while now. He's probably going to kill it. And I like him as a points play. That sounds pretty weird, but I like him as a guy who will really score points, but you're going to be in trouble when he's eventually ends up as like maybe the 14 when Martin's back. It hurts so... if he doesn't, though. Oh, yeah. 
But you can always buy a later. I just think he's going to score really well this week, next week, probably the week after. Like he, He's a gun. In his one sort of game where he got to play big minutes, he scored 95 for the Sharks against the Tigers last year, I believe, uh, two years ago, I believe. And the rest have all been small minutes off the bench. And he's, he's got attacking stats in those small minutes. So I think he's going to be really good. But he also is coming back from um, a big injury, big injury layoff. So we, we obviously are going to wait on him. But I don't mind it if you like you really want the points this week. Yeah, it's. I think he'll score well. It's a diff- It's a very different play. I couldn't even consider it personally. He, I he, he, he'd have to score like 70, 80 plus to make it worth it this week. And yeah, I don't know if you can back him doing that. Um, elsewhere, Fanua Blake and Torhu both very good options in front row. Obviously, Fanua Blake's a bit out of our reach now. Yeah. But Tohu Harris, there's probably not much to say about him. Sitting at 600k, 19 break even. Um, great option. Yeah. It just depends where you're at with um, numbers for the round. Yeah, if for you're, sure. If you're trying to get up to 13, Tohu is definitely a guy that I'm looking to bring in to RF, FRF, wherever you can. Yeah, uh, Tohu is probably my buy of the week at the moment. Um, the 80 minute games are amazing. Um, just the numbers in those, uh, but you have some concerns around that he won't play eighty in the future. Yeah, I think first of all, just discounting the rest of the team. Toy's getting real, really on in his career now. Mm. I don't know how much longer they can expect eighty minutes from him. And then the biggest concern for me is fully fit. This pack is really, really strong. And I had a look at the other day. If you have Tolu at 13, you've got Fanua Blake and, say, Barnett up front starting. Obviously, Ford and Neokore edges. Then you also got Tavanga, Dylan Walker, who played decent minutes to the middle, as well as Bunty Afara and Tom Ale, who were pretty solid bench yeah. middles. Good impact. So, I don't know how you could leave one of those guys out when they're fully fit. And the only way that I see him being able to play 80 is if you have, like, a Freddie Lussick or someone on the bench. Mm. Because if all those four boys are in the middle on that bench, I don't see a world where he can play 80. As well as Nia Kore, earlier in the year, moving into the middle and doing stints in the front row. Yeah, What a mouse to feed. I, just, I don't see the reason why you'd risk him playing 80 minutes at this age when you have so many good options. So, obviously, um, Walker's out this week. Um, Tavanga's still yet to return. I didn't even mention Josh Curran in that, actually. Yeah. Bailey Siren and other guys who can have stints in the middle. I just, I don't see a world where Andrew Webster takes the risk of playing Toy Harris 80 minutes. And he can yep. still be really effective in 60 to 65, but he's only a slam dunk if he plays that full game. Yeah, I um, I still think for them to win games, Tohu will be on the field as much as they possibly can have him. But they need him on the field. Yeah, And I don't true. see him being on the field much longer if... Yeah, he continues playing. Yeah, there's still injury concerns. That's a good point. So look, looks good. Not, this doesn't week. take away from the buy at all. But me personally, I'm not gonna um, move mountains to bring him in this week to have a 14th number. Yeah, because that's fair. I don't think it's gonna be that much with slam dunk. However, he's a very good option. Yeah, I have no problem with him that way. Um, Jackson Ford. Um, he's pretty. Reasonable price still. Obviously, missed the last two weeks, so um, everyone that held through would be hoping for a good score from this week. I think with Metcalf on that left edge, it's pretty promising for Ford. Yep. Is he a guy you'd look at buying at all or just better options? Oh, couldn't couldn't buy him. Um, he's already made all his money. I, I, no, I couldn't buy him when there's better options, but I'm happy I've held him. I... I definitely wouldn't have sold him when he when he went down because I had the depth to cover it. Like I'm, I'm very happy to still have him. Should score well. Yeah. For the Broncos, not really much of um, note. Tony Staggs, very cheap. cheap. Very cheap. Um, it's interesting, but there's there's probably just not the players around him for him to be able to score well. No. He hasn't scored well all year with the studs in that Broncos team. So unless he just gets fed the ball somehow, well, he won't be goal kicking because Reynolds is back. I mean, with, with the absence of other... Uh, Stags could turn up this week. With the absence of um, of all the other su- sort of superstars on that side, it wouldn't surprise me if he did. Imagine that. I think I just said it last week on the pod, I believe. Um, 
it might be a play if you just need to go someone cheaper to free up money. We didn't really get any convincing cheapies, so it could be a decent play to free up money at a very big discount. So I don't hate it. Yeah, that's a good play. Moving on to the South Raiders game. Um, guns here for Souths. Guys that didn't get picked for Origin in Campbell Graham, Damian Cook. Mm. Um, probably weren't expecting either of them. I think we had... There was a slight chance that they missed Origin, but yep. definitely I, didn't expect both of them to stay. Cook was a shock. Definitely Cook was a shock. Um, Graham all sort of hinged on Turbo and Fox's fitness. I think we assumed one of them wouldn't be ready. Yeah, but here we go. We've got two... Well, Cook's more of a fallen gun, but two real real guns at the moment um, available for us. In a, in a south side that's obviously had a down week last week, but have been really good... And scoring a lot of super coach points, so they're both great options, I think. So first of all, Cook we like. Um, there's there's definitely um, a world where he goes better at his price than Marshall yeah. King. Personal preference. He'll go on a run. I just think he doesn't do a whole lot. Honestly, if I hadn't have bought Marshall King and I had Grant right now, a Grant Luke combine, I was going to make a move to hooker. I might just go Cook in the chance that he regains form yeah, and, you know, tries to fight his way back into the origin side. That's probably fair. And it also frees up an extra 100k. So. But you can definitely go either way there, so I can't fault either side, but I do like Cook. Yeah, no, Cook's, Cook's definitely a good option. The um, guy I'm very interested in is Campbell Graham. Yep. Um, Why? I just think, I don't know, years past, owning lots of South players has always done me good. It's always... Makes super coach fun. They always reach. They can always reach a like a one forty. We've seen it in Graham in the uh, already this season, and he's a massive pod, ten percent owned inside the top ten percent, but very expensive. Might so easily make his way back into the Origin sort of equation um, on the right edge, which is their least favoured side. No Latrell this week. Um, and he has scored an unsustainable amount of tries. And that, that's the reality. His attacking stats have been we, we, what we'd consider for a centre very unsustainable. Yeah. I get why you like it. I, obviously, I love Kemal Graham as a player. Um, I don't want to say I'm strongly against it, but I'm very close to being strongly against it. I think this week there's going to be a lot of ball going left, assuming Kalama Tungy doesn't come from the... The clouds to play. Oh, I think I earlier sort of talked myself out of Kemble Graham when, when we were talking about Hopgood, and I'm like, yeah, okay, I really want to own him. Um, just under, what is he, 750k just under there? Yeah. Um, I don't know if I'm paying that for a centre wing who I could possibly only get really three good weeks out of. Yeah. He has key potential, and I would love Campbell Graham if I was paying, say, 600k, yeah. but I'm not really buying any centre who's not goal-kicking near that price. Yeah, and I sort of looked at it, and um, I already own Cody, AJ, and Latrell, and I don't plan on selling either of those, any of those three unless someone gets hurt, and they have the buy in round 26. And someone who's already burnt a lot of trades, I'm going to want... I'm not going to be able to um, hold all four of them, yep. so I, I really want Graham, but I don't... I just don't think... I kind of like your point where you say that the attack just... He scored that many tries. It's, it it yeah, almost seems like it should not stick. Elias is improved, but it's not Nathan Cleary or Nico Hines out there feeding him ball. And yeah. it, it's Campbell Graham's a great player, but I don't know how many tries he scored. He's probably about 12, 13 in 12 games. Mm. And I love Campbell Graham, but it's just not going to happen. Yeah. So I'm I'm not close to willing to pay that price for him, and as well, he very very easily gets back into that Origin team with the injury to just about anyone. Yeah. So I can't do Campbell Graham myself. Alex Johnson really likes still. We both own AJ. Um, nice. Very good option. Cody Walker, both really like him this week. Is I don't know who's the better captain option out of Cody and Brown. Um, oh yeah, you've got that. You've got to deal with that because yeah. you, can only, you can only do one of them. See, I've got the luxury on VC Moses into Captain Brett, into Captain Cody. Well, yeah, I'm, I'm likely. We'll talk about this later. Actually, yeah. Okay, we'll get into it. Cody, though, like the option. I think he's one of the best of the round. I think he's the best of the round. So, like it there. Nothing really to add with Cody. He's yeah. gonna. He's probably gonna score well. Um, I've said a lot about Cody in the past on the podcast, and I'm happy with what he's gonna provide this week. I think. 
Joe Tarpany, if you don't own him, named it lock this week, which this is what's very interesting here. Yeah. Tarpany, I like at lock. Um, Horsburgh, I don't like as much on the edge. Yeah. He's already playing the 80 minutes in the middle. The PPM's only going to come down on an edge. You could argue attacking upside slightly increases on the edge, probably more likely to grab something there. But against South, you don't really yeah. expect that. But the PPM's going to be hurt, so Horsburgh, I don't love buying now. No, no, it's fine. Whereas Tarpany, I'm, I'm happy to bring Tarpany in. I think you've got to have at least one of Tarpany on Toyo this week. Yeah. Um, there are other options there. There will be people with DeBellins and Renewal <coughs> Blakes, but I like them. Tarpany's not... I don't think he's that much of a must, although I'd love to have him. Yeah, agreed. Um, other pot options, Matty Tomoko has scored well um, in the past few month, past month or so. Last week struggled, too didn't score well. Yeah, yeah, too expensive out of hand. It's a pot if you really want it, but not for me. Yeah. Harry Weir and Naira, um, also on an edge with Elliot Whitehead being injured for about six weeks, I believe. Yep. Um, interesting one. I don't know if I'd back it right now. It's a weird-looking bench. Kotrick's there. I don't know what's going to happen. You could take a punt on it, but probably not for me. No. Moving on. Knights Manly, final game of the week. First of all, Kalen Ponga. Mrs. Origin. Very interesting. The draw is tough. It's and really that, bad. That, that's why I couldn't do it. If it wasn't bad, I'd actually... I'd really consider it. But. I, can't, I can't knock you for going Ponga. A few people that went Ponga a couple of weeks ago at bottom dollar... I've got a couple. Do we think he goal kicks? Do we think he goal kicks? Um, no yeah, goal. yeah, I do. You do? Yeah. I mean, I'm, if, he, if 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 I know that he's goal kicking, I'd almost be tempted to do it. He's just fuck. We just don't know though. I can't buy him after he's burnt me th- three. He burnt me this year, last year, year before. We so. don't know how Miller's going to be used either. And after yep. I started with him. Um, I'm not going to go there again. It's just yeah. too many question marks. I'm happy to see him doing well, but I'm happy to keep him out of my super coach. Yeah, that's a good point. For now. Um, Greg Marju. Where do we sit with him? Here, bye. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Um, that might be a bit of a hot take, but I think he's a bye. Well, I got 49 last week. Nothing in there. Yeah. Yeah, no line break. 12, 11 tackle bust. Nice. Um... Draw's not great, but you may you may as well just keep him all the way through. He'll play sixteen. Yeah, it depends on how your numbers are looking for the round fourteen yeah. by who yeah, yeah. you got backing up. I prefer, but if you I prefer can afford, AJ. Yeah. yeah. If you can afford to bring in a guy that misses next week, if somehow you're really set for it, not a bad option. But yeah, as you said, AJ playing next week is probably yeah. a bit more handy. Um Ruben Garrick on the wing, KO Weeks is at fullback. Definitely wouldn't bring Garrick in now in my opinion. I think if you have him, it's alright. Don't stress, it's fine. But much rather to fall back this week. If you week. were going to buy Garrick, last week was the week to do it. If you were going to, if you sold him or never owned him, last week was going to be the week to do it. Um, now, now that he's on the wing with no turbo, and then won't play next week. There's, there's, yeah, no, I could not buy him this week. Yeah, I, I agree. I'm happy to have him, but definitely not bringing him in. Josh Schuster, big score last week. Um, he looked lazy early on again. He looked like he didn't want to be there and then just set it on fire. Would you bring him in at this price? Um, yeah. I think yeah. I would. Yeah, I would too. Uh, I don't expect a good score from him though. No? No, I really don't expect a good score from him this week. But I'm just happy the yeah. cash in's been started <laughs> up um, and I'd be happy to buy now and take your 150k from him or whatever. So yeah. I would be bringing Schuster to fund other moves. Olukwatu didn't get picked for Origin. Reasonably affordable price as well, so around 600k, I believe. Interesting option with upside, but the floor isn't great and there's no Cherry Evans. Mm. Yeah, if DCE, if you still had DCE there, I'd, I'd be into it, but um, draw's not great. Um, won't play 14 as well. Yep. Uh, you can't only buy him. If you've got him still nice, you've you missed Origin, that's great for you, but no, yeah, you can't buy him. Finally, um, Finu. On yeah. the edge, very interesting. FRF only, bottom dollar, very, very interesting option. I I don't mind it. This is probably my favourite downgrade play of the week. However, Bullimore, Condon, Lawton, Tuipulotu on the bench, all guys that could possibly play left back row. Yeah. So I'm definitely not expecting 80 from him. 
but he looked pretty good last week. He definitely held his own. That's if a he... disgusting bench, by the way. Oh, yeah, for middles. I'm very happy to have Kepi this week playing lock. I think he should give me enough. But I don't mind finding If he could play 55, 60 minutes, solid option to downgrade to a front row. Yeah, I actually do like it. Um, I'm not in a sort of uh, market for a downgrade option, but yeah, I'd pick him over. Well, if you're struggling for a number like those who are using their boost this week in their four trades and they sort of need one big downgrade, he's not a bad guy to go to a front row. Probably the best. However, for us that we're set for numbers and we don't really need anyone, we're not going to force that move this week. Yeah, no, 100%. But probably my favourite downgrade. Yeah. Would you agree on that? Yeah. Of the round? Yeah, for sure. All right, that's the game's done. So we'll just go on to the origin holds and where we sit with them. First of all, I've sort of paired these two up together, Brian Tyo and Val Holmes. First of all, Val Holmes is a must-go. Yeah. Origin this week, buy in round 15, origin in round 16. You can't have a bloke that you're relying to back up next week to play one in four games. Holmes has to go. Yeah, he has to go. Tyo, different story. I guess it's how many origin guys you have around. Um... You probably don't need to hold him through. He hasn't been seeing the world on fire. The value isn't necessarily high, but I'd be fine moving Taiwan. Where do you think you put him? Yeah, he's an okay sell, but I think I'd hold him. At 15%, he's quite a nice pod. It's the Dragons game in round 14. I, know I, think, have... I think he will back up. He's definitely he a guy that doesn't really take the rest after Origin. Yeah, I think he will back up. You could hold and you can sell. I don't mind the hold. But yeah, if you um, I definitely selling Val for sure. But uh, I don't mind holding Tall. But yeah, you can definitely sell him. The other Penrith boy here, Nate Cleary. For those that have Cleary, obviously, as you said, that Dragons game next week is juicy. Where have yeah. you got Cleary in terms of hold and sell? Definitely not a sell. I I'm almost gonna I'm I've penciled it in that I'm buying him next week if he backs up. So I. I would definitely not be uh, not be moving Cleary on at all. Um, what a what a love for sort of moving out Hines as well. Um, I'd, I'd also yeah, I just don't think half back at the moment. There's no need to get rid of a guy like Cleary who just went and scored 120. Yeah, he might not back up, but I think he will. Cleary, you saw it last week where he just was in everything. He's relentless, like. He wants this daily M. It would not surprise me if um, he does play and he can easily score 150 on, on round 14 in a round where we need players to score well. I agree. Strong hold on Cleary if you have him. Yeah. Nico Hines, we'll bunch that up with him now. This is probably, if I had both Cleary and Hines, I'd probably go Hines out first. Um, there's a point later where Hines becomes must, around mm-hmm. 18, 19. Yep. Where um he has very couple big favourable matchups, but over the next month or so you could go without if you needed to. Yeah, I'm likely to sell him next week, um to Cleary. So yeah, I he he will. I think there's no worry about Hines backing up, but he'll he'll miss this week. He'll play fourteen fifteen, miss sixteen, miss seventeen with a buy, and then you want him from eighteen onwards. Mm. So sort of my plan is to around eighteen is our uh, Moses' second buy of the period. So my plan is to go Nico to Cleary next week if he backs up, and then go um, Moses, Moses to Nico in round eighteen. Yeah, yeah, fair strategy. That's my plan. Um, Harry Grant, hooker options have emerged. Are you flipping him now? Because he hasn't been scoring great. Yeah. Um, but if I've got Grant and Cheese or Grant and Luke, I'm, I'd like to try to move one of the other two. On, I like Grant as a hold. Well, that, that's very true. If you don't have Cheese, Cheese has to go. But he can. So if you have, don't have your numbers, yeah, yeah, get rid of him. But because now it's best thirteen rule, you don't need a, you don't need a hooker playing. No, definitely not. So uh, I'm absolutely fine to hold him if I still had him. Agreed there. Um, Cam Munster is a very different one for the fact that he's carrying a rib injury. Yeah, this is killing me. Um. I think our biggest disadvantage here is this is a couple of blokes from New South Wales talking and this is Munster in origin time and it's probably not going to affect him at all and he's probably going to do just fine in origin. Nail smashes, he always does. So, it's tough coming from us. I've got no idea what to do with Munster. <laughs> um, if, I, if I was desperate for numbers for this week, and I wish I was, I would just go Munster to Cody, forget about it. But I don't already have the 13 and I don't really need to do it. 
So I don't really know if it's worth the trade. <laughs> so right now, I've walked in Hosking for Tohu. Obviously, we'll talk about this later, but I may as well get into it now because it's, it's talking yeah. about Munster. And my other thing I can do, I don't need to do it, but it's sort of like FOMO. I think Hopgood and I think Graham and I think Asako are all going to score really well. I can move Munster on for any of those. Yeah. It feels weird doing it to Hopgood because he'll miss next week. Munster to Hopgood, let's say Hopgood plays this week, scores well. Munster backs up and scores well as well. And then Heights when Hopgood doesn't play. Yeah. So that move kind of feels a bit weird, as much as I really want Hopgood. So I don't think I'm going to do that. And then I, I, I just don't know. Like he, he seems like a really nice pod to have. I wanted to hold him all year coming into this period, but he scored really poorly last week. He's got rib cartilage injury but for a back that doesn't really mean too much normally i say sell as soon as i hear rib cartilage but that's mostly with forwards because i've been burnt you know matto and, and tarpany monsters a really tough one for me and i think i'm going to end up holding him but i'm tempted to sell the rib injury in a nutshell doesn't really worry me yeah but when i look back scoring that try off the kick last week and without it would have scored about 20 it's just a bit unders for cameron monster it's worrying um, I don't know. I don't know what I'm going to do right now. At the moment, I can afford to hold him, and I probably will. I think I will too. Yeah. Depends how scared of Cody I am when the decision comes around. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, really have, I don't have an answer on it. So I, w- I wish I did, and I wish it was easier, but I don't know, and I think Munster will probably just be fine and will continue scoring well. It just depends how many points you can gain through going to a Cody Walker or a Dylan well, Brown right now. We talked about it, and... With they got the, the way, this week. Yeah, Melbourne aren't looking that great. I think they're going to need him to play. So they got the buy in 13 and 19. 13 and 19, which is really good for someone who plays Origin. Plays I the Cowboys in 14. I might just hold him. I think, I think I've just sort of talked myself... I know how I said I, I talked myself into Hopgood earlier. I think I just talked myself into holding Munster too. So <laughs> there's a lot for me to think about at the moment. I don't have an answer with Munster. Yeah, it's tough. Another one that's interesting in a similar situation, Dave Fafita. Um, the Titans also have their buyers in the major buy rounds where it's origin-affected weeks, but he's topped off Fafita. Yeah. So there is a conversation that needs to be had. This one's interesting because he he's very expensive... And you can free up a lot of sort of sort of stuff to do with your team. And he's going to play... Do we expect him to play 80 in Origin? Or close to? If Kafusi was there, I would say I don't. But now that Gilbert's on an edge, I think Fafita will have to. Yeah, he's an interesting one because... My only problem is I don't mind if Fafita comes back and plays 60. And the other thing is how are you going to bring him back in if he's yeah, still above 750k when you're trying problem. to get him back in? It's too hard. Is it really going to be worth it with all these other origin guns that we're talking about selling all these spine players? Is it really worth selling for Fafita and trying to get him back in along with all the rest of them? Especially considering people come around 20. I don't see many people having more than two boosts. A lot of people yeah. have none. Most will probably have one left by that time. How are you going to get back your Grant, your Cleary, your Hines, your fullbacks like, I don't know, Teddy, Tom, Trell, if you want them... How are we going to be able to fork out above 750k for a 2RF, assuming the feeder drops 150 before then? Mm. It becomes tough. Yeah. I'm tempted to just leave him in my team and ride with whatever comes. Yeah, for sure. It's, it's tough. It's There's no one tough. screaming out to me either at 2RF. Yeah. Obviously, if um, you don't own a Hopgood, he's very tempting. But yeah, I don't, I'm not really considering selling yet myself for Fafita. No, I'm not, but I could see why you would. Like, 950k, you can do so much with that. He, he's the most expensive player other than Pappenhausen right now. So, and he, he just he just needs one bad score, and he'll um he'll drop he'll drop a bit of coin. Um, I'm not really worried about backups because I think the, the Titans need him. Oh yeah, they need him. They'll need him and Tino to play. I'd be very surprised if they don't just. It's just if he plays all like one minutes, but again, it's the same. Hold books around until he's stuffed with Fafita before, and yeah. I think unless he's carrying a niggle, if he comes back and he's feeling all right to back up, I don't see Holbrook messing around with yeah. it. Tigers at Seabus in round fifteen. Obviously, the Tigers have been playing well, but that's still a really good matchup. 
Yeah, run it. Um, seems Brandon to, Wakeham. Seems to do a lot better at Seabus as well. Plays there around 14 and 15. So I'll be definitely holding him for those two. Yeah, I'm in team hold for Fafita. Yeah. Um, next three fullbacks. Two in similar situations and one in a different one. First of all, Latrell Mitchell coming off a couple of underwhelming scores in a week, couple of weeks that we assumed they would be monster ones for Troll. Where do you sit with Troll? Because you own him. Okay. So on these three origin fullbacks, um, I think it depends on who you have as your other fullback. So if you've got, like if you've got two of these guys, one has to go, in my opinion. Well, the other two are um, Tom Trebouille, yeah. Tedesco. Yeah, of course. If you've got if you've got two of those three, I think one of them has to go. And if I've got Trell and one of the cheaper ones... I think it's Trell. I think Trell goes. Because you've be been very set on holding Trell all year. Yeah. Um, I think the temptation is much higher now than you would have assumed it would have been coming off a couple. Yeah, I thought about ones. it. I thought about it at the end of last week. I'm not selling him. But if I had Trell and Turbo, I'd sell Trell. Fired Trell and Teddy, I think I'd also sell Trell. Well, yeah, this is what I'm getting to here with Turbo and Teddy coming off their best scores of the year. You can't sell them now, I don't think. I'd... I don't think you can. I can maybe sell Turbo. Yeah, hear, yeah. hear me out. I, I, I'm definitely holding Teddy. Dogs in round 14. Well, Turbo misses two games. So he yep. has this week at Origin and then round 14 bye. Yeah. But it seems really, crazy. Are you really going to sell a sub 600k Tom Trubovich with a neck break even? No, I, I wouldn't. But it's what you said, Val, though, where he'll miss, he'll only play around 15 out of the next four weeks. And then Melbourne, round 17, Roosters, round 18. Um, no, I don't think I'd sell him. It, it, just because he's negative. negative uh, I'm going to be happy to run through with him. But I could see a world where you could. Yeah. I, I genuinely, I don't think there's there's. That much, like, it's not illogical to sell him, in my opinion. Although, a negative PE, Turbo, who's just scored 165, I don't see how you could bring yourself to do that, personally. Yeah, yeah it's a bit of a mental battle, that. Yeah. Finally, Payne Haas. Um, Weird one. First of all, neither of us own Haas. However, if I had him, he's going to be playing big minutes for New South Wales, and... I think his production is going to have to be lower when he returns to clubland. Yeah, I think he'll probably struggle over the origin period in terms of output. Like he'll still be the same Payne Haas and and look really good on the field either way. But you know, I, I just think Brisbane as a whole, we saw it last year. They really battled through this period, and it could happen again. And it'll be it'll be quite worrying with Haas. It's just. If he plays huge minutes in Origin, then he, he, they can't. Brisbane, it's not sustainable to make him play massive minutes at Clubland, too. I about seven hundred k. I'd be tempted to move on. It's it's very team dependent, though. If you're all right for numbers this week, I wouldn't be making any move now. Yeah. If you are desperate and you've got say eight players right now, and you've got to make three, four trades, I might move past. Depends on. on who you have already as well. Like if you already got Tohu Tarpany. I don't see who you're moving him on for. Yeah, agreed. I do think the production's going to lower, though. Yeah. Possibly quite significantly over the yeah. next couple months. But he also could just come out and stay superhuman like he is and just... This is true. Payne Haas is an anomaly of a player, so... <laughs> yeah. Um, team independent. Yeah, definitely. Could go either way for me with Payne Haas. Finally, our trades and skippers for the week. Um... First of all, definitely not set. I don't think anyone's set on what they're doing at the moment. I have um, no idea. I'll start with myself. I already have 12 players this week, and it's reasonably strong. I think the two lowest scores will probably be Sean Kepi and Sele, who are both starting in reasonably weak packs. So I'm expecting quite good scores from them, actually. Like, I'm hoping for 40 to 50. Yeah. Um. My one trade is Val Holmes to Psycho right now. And the second consideration is either Munster to Cody Walker or like a Hosking to Torhu. But this gives me a 14th man that I don't really need. And it's selling a couple guys that I'm not sure I'm really done with. Because Hosking, obviously Liam Martin's going to be off at Origin. 
over the next couple of months. Probably not taking big minutes off him. And Hosking, his floor is so good, even in 60 minutes. So they could Hosking and Tohu could very much both average 60 mm. up until around 20. They could have a very similar average. So I don't think I'm going to make that move. But yeah, I'm just unsure on Munster to Cody Walker. But Holmes to Osako locked in for me. What are you doing? Okay, so I'm locked in on Hosking to Tohu at the moment. And then it's Munster to someone else. But I, So right now, I, I'm de- I don't think... It's not smart for me to make that trade of selling Munster to someone because I don't need the number. I have 14 before even making a trade this week. And who are the lowest? Murdoch, Mas- that's 14, including Murdoch, Masilla, Croker and Schuster. Okay. So Schuster, most people will have him in their top 13 either way. Mm-hmm. So... If I, so essentially, I'm doing Hosking to Tohu to drop out Croker and Murdoch Vasilla out of my top 13. Yeah. And then it'd be buying someone else to drop Schuster out. So it's like, or I guess Croker, maybe I value Croker higher than Schuster this week. It's like for an extra 40 points, I'm selling, losing a trade. And I, I, or I guess Hopgood, I, I project to score over 90 or something ridiculous this week. Mm. But I just don't know if I can justify buying him with round 14 buy. When I've already got Guffo Moses, Garrick, Marju, Schuster all out. I'd, oh, it's going to be weird. Um, I don't think I'm making a second trade. I think I'm just going to do Hosking to Torhu yeah. and then deal with the rest next week. If Munster's out next week, I can trade him to Nick Maney or something like that, whoever I want, really. Yeah. Fair strategy there. Can't yeah. Argue that. I think it's the safest play. As much as I'd love to like, you know, capitalise on one of these guys, I think that's going to go big this week. I just, I just, there's no worth. It's not worth me doing it. Yep. Captain options um, for myself. I'll be putting the vice captaincy on Isako in the first game of the round. Could be a double there for him, and I'll happily loop a hundred if he can get to there. And I think this is the deciding factor. I want to captain a five eight, where it's still Brown and Cody Walker. And I think if I had both of them, I think I'd be leaning to a Brown. So I think that's going to be the deciding factor for me not buying Cody because I don't think I'll captain him even if I buy him. So Isako and Dill Brown for me. Yeah. Um, I'm on VC Moses, see Cody at the moment, but I'm very tempted to maybe even, you know, just VC James, uh, Jeremy Marshall King and then just captain Moses and walk him in because I think he's going to absolutely tear up this Cowboys team. Yeah. We essentially have a free loop though, so I probably won't do that. Probably take your big two ceilings there in Moses and Walker is yeah. the right decision. Um, that would just about do us. Finally, do you think there's any... Um, I think we spoke about this briefly last week. Is there any point in having heaps more than 13 players, having a 15 oh. side? I think you're going to struggle in the coming round, so no. I don't think go over the top for me in the first Which, one. It's funny because it's actually very relevant to me because I'm thinking about going over the top, but I'm not, I'm not going to. I... A little sanity check, and that's what I love doing the podcast, is it sort of keeps me in line about some stupid stuff I'm doing throughout the week. And I just, I, there's no point of having 16. In the first buy round as well, yeah. the first major one, yeah. you could definitely try and get that going and say like 19 or something, but not now for me. Yeah, I'm just going to hold off. That was just about do us for the podcast today. Thank you all for listening. Hope we helped with any decisions for round 13. And good luck for the round. Enjoy the footy, everyone. Catches.